Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 239, an excerpt from the book Essential by the Minimalists of theminimalists.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello, hello, happy Saturday, and welcome to Optimal Living Daily. I'm your host and narrator, Justin Mollick. I've been super, super focused this week. I was about to say busy, but I remember Joshua Fields and Milburn's essay, Not Busy, Focused, so I caught myself there. I, but I really have been focused. I've uh, had a lot of big projects, and for times like these, I like to play excerpts from the minimalist book, Essential. I previously recorded it, and they've been so kind and said I could use it whenever I want. And speaking of them being so kind, it's crazy. They mentioned my podcast, this podcast, on their podcast on the last episode about their favorite documentaries. So cool, and I'm really thankful they did that. I really appreciate it. And I thought I'd return the favor a little more and share more from their book. So let's just get right to it and start optimizing your life. Consumption is not the problem. We all need some stuff. Many of us take it too far, though. The average American household contains more than 300,000 possessions. We've accumulated more than we need in hopes they'll make us happy in some hypothetical future. But it won't. We know this. Needing more will always lead to a pall of desire until we feel trapped by consumption. Purchasing more stuff to make us happy, following consumerism's broken template, is a real issue, not consumption. The solution, then, is to consume deliberately, to ignore the bullshit advertisements and determine what we need based on our own lives, not what we've been told we need. You are what you desire. Every whole person has wants, cravings, aspirations. We all desire something. We don't, however, all have the same desires. Some of us long to create something purposeful, to make a difference in the world, to eschew the so-called American dream in favor of something better, something more deliberate, an experience-driven life of intentionality instead of a life pushed toward the wrong side of the consumption continuum. On the other hand, some of us watch the luminous box flickering in our living rooms and yearn for the material things in its advertisements, the things that bring us stress, discontent, and often keep us tied to a particular income, which keeps us tied to jobs we don't love, or worse, jobs we hate, all so we can obtain the shiny objects projected on the glowing rectangle. In truth, most of us desire both. We desire the experiences and the stuff. Usually the latter gets in the way of the former. Too often our material desires get in the way of a more meaningful life. 
We are what we desire. The rats in the tunnel. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. We all know this. Even when it's hard to find, we know it's there just beyond the bend. Finding the light isn't the hardest part of life's journey. It's dealing with what's hiding in the tunnel. What lurks in the darkness keeps us from focusing on the light. Anytime we visit New York City, we might see oversized rats scurrying down the blackened train tracks below the subway platform. If we jump down and walk those tracks, we will find the light at the end of the subway tunnel, eventually. Finding the light isn't what worries us. What worries us are the rats in the tunnel. We must contend with whatever stalks the darkness, what waits to trip us up and keep us from the light. The rats are no different from the plethora of obstacles getting in our way every day. The mundane tasks, the banal distractions, the vapid, harmful ways we pacify ourselves. Minimalism allows us to remove those obstacles and focus on the light. It allows us to shoo the rats from the tunnel and find the light more quickly. Minimalism allows us to swiftly exit the tunnel and avoid the malevolent, filthy creatures lurking in the darkness. And the light is so much brighter when you get out of the tunnel. What are your rats? What keeps you in the tunnel hidden from the light? Shopping? Television? Internet? Debt? Clothes? Gadgets and consumer electronics? Overeating? Something else? What can you get rid of to focus on the light? What can you remove from your life to make it more meaningful? How we woke up. Every moth is drawn to light, even when that light is a flame, hot, burning, flickering, the fire tantalizing the drab creature with its bluish-white illumination. But when the moth flies too close to the flame, we all know what happens. It gets burned, incinerated by the very thing that drew it near. For decades now, we consumers have been moths, lured by the blue flame of consumerism, pop culture's beautiful conflagration, a firestorm of lust and greed and wanting, a solipsistic desire to consume that which cannot be consumed, to be fulfilled by that which can never be fulfilling, a vacant proposition, leaving us empty inside, further fueling the blaze of lust and greed and wanting. From our intimate vantage points, within reach of the flame's scorching edges, the fire seems impossible to extinguish. Unlike the moth, though, we have a choice. It is not an easy choice. The flame is ever more intriguing. Advertisers make sure of this. It is their job to find new ways to make the blaze eternally more appealing. Some of us recognize a need for change. Others know change is necessary, but refuse to stop circling the mesmerizing flame. They can't remove their eyes from the spill of electric light illuminating their homes. Still, others don't realize it's a flame at all. How could something so beautiful be so dangerous? So they circle the inferno, unconscious of its dangers. We must, however, accept the flame for what it is, necessary, beautiful, and most of all, dangerous. When we do this, when we step back to understand the nature of the fire, we have a chance to survive. This takes deliberate thought, repeated questioning of the way we live, a thorough understanding of why we feel comforted by the flame. It is difficult to do, but this is how we wake up. You just listened to an excerpt from the book Essential by the Minimalists of theminimalist.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply definitely check out their podcast. 
It's just called The Minimalists, and it's great. There's a ton of information in there. Awesome podcast. And now, since it's been one of those highly productive weeks for me, I'll probably do this one more time, if not more, probably on Monday for Minimalist Monday. That would make a lot of sense to read their content there. So if you like today's episode, stay tuned for more excerpts from their book. And please subscribe to this show if you haven't already. It's a great way to show your support. So I'm gonna get back to work. I'll be back tomorrow with Silver Sunday. It's been a long time. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.